prevents you from achieving a specific, particular employer image. A disease called an ad hoc syndrome. And this one is so infectious, it can just spread really fast. And the problem is, you don't have any symptoms. Instead of making you feel awful and become aware something is wrong, this sucker makes you feel quite the opposite. Inspired, empowered, and pretty good about yourself. Unfortunately, the ad hoc syndrome kills your specific, particular employer image. Developing the employer image, or some call it employer branding, this is hugely popular these days, as you very well know. But have you ever stopped to think about what prevents your organization from achieving the kind of employer image your business needs? Or maybe you're just not really sure what exactly is the employer image your organization needs to achieve. You could be very well working relentlessly in developing your employer image and building your employer brand, but unless you can specifically describe what is the image you are attempting to achieve, how can you even know what you should be doing, right? Hi, my name is Susanna Randonen, and I teach modern employer branding and other talent marketing at Talent Marketing School. This podcast is brought to you by Talent Marketing School and is for those who want to learn how to build a modern employer brand and master modern talent marketing in a world where talent attention is no longer a default. Welcome to this episode of the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. In this episode, I share with you what typically stops organizations from achieving the specific employer image they need and what it takes to achieve the kind of employer image your business needs. So let's talk about the basic principle of a developed employer image. So as you can hear, an employer image, it's singular, it's not plural. And what makes it specific, a particular and certain, it's that specific thing. It's an employer image. It's not a versatile perceptions about what your company is as a place to work. A specific, particular, certain, developed employer image, there's no doubt about it. No matter who you ask in your talent target audience, everyone has the same perception about who you are. That's how particular your employer image needs to become. So what is the opposite of a developed employer image? Well, an undeveloped employer image, which means that there are multiple perceptions in the heads of your audiences about who you are in this employer role of yours. You know, what kind of an employer are you? In what business are you? And in what business am I going to be if I work for you? What kind of a workplace are you? What kind of people work for you? What are your values? What are your, What is your culture like? How do I feel when I work in your company? Who are you ideal for as a place to work? And what makes or fails to make you so special as an employer? The problem with multiple employer perceptions is that you don't have any control over which one of these perceptions takes a priority in the beholder's eyes. And that's a problem because what if that specific perception 
is actually unfavorable to your business and your organization? What if that perception is outdated? What if a lot of people in your needed target audience have all of this unfavorable and outdated or simply just wrong perceptions about your company as, a, as an employer? And as a result, they spread those unfavorable perceptions or never consider your company as a possible place to work because they simply didn't know the truth. And this happens a lot. It happens a lot. Years ago, when I still had a recruitment agency and we did a lot of talent content marketing back then already, uh, I can't tell you how often candidates told us or they told our clients who told us that they would have never applied uh, for that role had we be not been so specific in our messages and in our content about what they need to think about that client of ours as an employer. And this literally happened all the time. And I bet this happens to your company as well. So not long ago, I spoke with a client or, or a person working in this client organization. And they told me that when they applied for the role that they're currently holding uh, only a few months before, they had a completely different perception about that company as a place to work. And now they know that that perception is completely outdated. And the sad thing is ha that having worked there for some time now, this person told me that they had been messaging and marketing fairly intensively for a long time, but not as an employer. So while they thought their market should know what, what they are these days, maybe their customers know, but not their talent market. And I wonder how many talents they missed out on while they thought they were growing their employer awareness as well. So what stops you from achieving a specific, particular, a certain employer image? A disease called an ad hoc syndrome. This one is so infectious, it can spread really fast. And the problem is you don't have any symptoms. Instead of making you feel awful and become aware that something is definitely wrong, this sucker makes you feel quite the opposite. It makes you feel inspired, empowered, pretty good about yourself. Unfortunately, the ad hoc syndrome kills your specific employer image. So what happens when you are bitten with the ad hoc bug is that you and your colleagues get so excited about developing your employer image, you forget to evaluate two things. Whether the outcome will contribute to the kind of employer image your business needs, whether this kind of employer image is actually the kind that strengthens or gains competitive advantages on the market that your business operates, and whether the outcome helps to create a thoughtful, authentic, and an attractive employer image that actually improves your competitiveness on the talent market next to the other employers competing for the same talent. Developing a distinct employer image and employer brand is not about what you in the develop development theme find fun and exciting. It's about what adds competitive value for your organization as a business and as an employer. And unfortunately, this is very often forgotten. So what prevents you from achieving the kind of employer image your business needs are seven things. Ready? Number one, when you talk about too many topics. Number two, when you come up with random topics to talk about. 
Number three, when you don't repeat specific topics often enough to really drill those topics into the minds of your relevant talent audiences. Number four, when what you talk about and how you, how you act when those don't match. So you say one thing and you do the opposite. Number five, when your competitors share the same topics with you. Number six, when your messages only touch the surface and never explain what exactly this means in the context of your organization. And number seven, when your audience doesn't even pay attention. These are the seven key things that prevent you from achieving the kind of employer image your business needs. You talk about too many stuff, you talk about random stuff, you don't repeat specific topics often enough. When you talk and how you act don't match. What your competitors say are the same things as you do. When your messages only touch the surface and never explain what exactly this means in the context of your organization. And when your audience doesn't even pay attention. You are not developing the employer image for you. You are developing it for the people, those people, those talents that your business needs to hire in the years to come or keep in the years to come. You are developing your employer image so that those relevant talents would start to take notice, that they would become curious to learn more, pay attention so often and often enough that when they spontaneously think about companies in your industry or in your market or in the context of employers, your name pops up first, second, or third. And what more, when they start thinking about their next career move, your organization is among the first ones they consider and check out. That's why you develop your employer image. Now, developing the employer image to what it needs to become and what it needs to be predominantly when you ask anyone in your relevant target audience, well, that takes time. That can take like years. There's a lot of minds to influence, a lot of perceptions to change, a lot of attention to win, and a lot of competition for that same attention. So you can imagine if it takes years, how much harm it does when you talk about random stuff or you talk about too many stuff or you don't go too deep enough with your topics or you talk about the same stuff as your competitors. Every time you do that, you are pushing the achievement of that predominant specific employer image forward again, weeks, months, even years. If you keep confusing your audience, it's going to hurt you in your work. If you keep changing the topic, you won't have an employer image. You only add to the many perceptions they already are about you on your talent market. Now, how to make sure you end up with a specific valued employer image? You need to decide how your relevant target audience, what they need to know about you as an employer, what they need to what you need to symbolize to them as an em employer, but not based on what you and your other employer brand developer colleagues think or feel or what sounds like fun. You need to spend a little time and do a bit of digging to find out what you need to be. Write these down. So you need to spend a little time and do a little bit of digging out to find out 
what your company needs to be known as because your empire image needs to tie in together with your company image. What kind of an employer image would add value to your company's competitive position in your industry? Who are the key audiences your employer image needs to influence, convince, and eventually convert? Because not all of them are. And who are they in about a few years as to who they are not necessarily yet? Who do you compete against as an employer in the eyes of those key audiences? And don't assume these to be your business competitors, because oftentimes they are not at all, or there are many more or even worse competitors who you never probably even thought about. And how does that competition position themselves? What kind of words, attributes they attach themselves in their own communication and, and talent marketing? You need to find out so that you can prevent the mistake of pursuing the same image and the same position. You don't want your audiences to compare you very easily with others because that leads into becoming a commodity employer who needs to compete with compensation and benefits to win talents. If you are too similar with your competition, you all become a commodity. It's going to be really hard for your audience to separate you, understand how you are different from each other. And that leads always into competing with compensation and benefits to win talents. So once you have taken this very important and too often forgotten look outside your organization, you need to look inside. What are your key strengths as a business? Now, this is more important when you target more experienced talents uh, because uh, they care more about the business and they care less about the surface of your culture. They, the more experienced talents you, are, you need to reach, the more experience they all obviously have about different workplaces, about different cultures, about different, different kinds of leadership. And usually the more established they are with their own sort of desired place to work. So they, they are looking for a specific place to work and then they want to find out more about business, what you're aiming for, because they want to be able to obviously develop further and they want to be able to use the experience that they have. So they care more about your business. So what are your key strengths as a business? Then focus on the key strengths as a business and continue figuring out what is it that you do as an organization that has made these as your key business strengths? Because the answer will tell you what your employer image needs to be about. And once you have those mapped out and listed, then start asking or collecting employee experiences around those specific key strengths. You want to know in detail how your people feel about what they think about those specific key strengths. Make sure you document it all because this is your beef, your turkey, your veggie, marmite, or whatever is your liking. If you focus on communicating relentlessly, systematically, and without a doubt, about a specific, particular, and distinctive employer image that manages to pinpoint your ultimate key strengths as a business, but obviously from the angle of employee experiences. You are onto an employer image and even an employer brand that will add competitive value for your business. 
This is the kind of employer image your employer wants to invest in. And once your relevant talent market attaches this specific perception to you as an employer, you can start getting more personal and actually pursue building an actual employer brand. It's not about you. It's about them. It's about your relevant target audience and what your business matters to them as a potential place to build a career, become empowered and have a meaningful life. That's what it's all about. And again, money and other resources for developing an employer image like that. Position your company so that it increases your competitive advantage as a business. That's my tip for you this week. Come back next week for more on how to build a modern employer brand in the world where people no longer want to pay attention to your Mimi marketing. And in the meantime, check out my blog at www.modernemployerbrand.com for more information like this. My name is Susanna Rantanen and I teach modern employer branding at Talent Marketing School. Moi moi.